Hello and welcome to the Formula One Amateur. My name is Humura Ruth and I host the show. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing lovely. And if it's not going well for you, take it to the Lord in prayer. Welcome to today's episode. So today's episode is about the BWT Racing Point Formula One Team Saga. Remember what happened during the 2020 season? I think in August and through to July, the brake duct saga where they were saying that um, a racing point had copied the brake ducts from the Mercedes W10 um, Formula One car that won the championship in 2019. So there was a lot of controversy. There was a lot of drama. Different People had different sides to it. I had my own side to it. And uh, I'll explain why i believe what i believed or why i still believe what i believe about this whole saga but you know just to understand how this whole thing came into play i'm sorry about that it's always good to know you know the history of the team and all that so let me just give you a brief background of the team so you may know racing point i don't know there were some memes where they were calling it the tracing point <laughs> it's very funny but anyway, Racing Point traces its origins in the Jordan Grand Prix team that first raced in 1991. So it's quite older than me. I think by f- hmm, by three years, could be like 26 years. Unfortunately, due to poor performance, a few years later in 2005, the team was sold to Midland Group and then became the Midland Formula One racing team. A year, a year or two later, in 2007, Spiker Cars bought the team and then it became the Spiker Formula One team. The next year, notorious Indian businessman Vijay Malai bought the team and then it became Force India for 2008. So it changed its name, I think, about four times. At first, it was the Jordan Grand Prix team. Then it became the Midland Formula One racing team. Then it became the Spiker Formula One team. And then it became the Force India team for the 2008 season. You know, I think you've seen Vijay Malay in the news. He's an Indian businessman and former member of parliament facing charges of financial crimes in India. He was a bit very notorious. I think there's a series on Netflix called um, The Billionaire Playboys or something. And um, he's actually the the cover of the series. You know, the, uh, the what, what is it called? The picture that's used to advertise the series so he's a notorious man and he's known for his fine um he's being faced with charges of financial crimes in india in fact he was fi- fighting for i think asylum is it called asylum i don't know how to pronounce the word in the uk but i don't know if he's going to be extradited anyway in 2018 the team was then put into administration as a result of the financial and legal troubles faced by bj malay so he lost ownership of the team and I think there was a time when I got to know um, Force One India was a time when there was Esteban Ocon um, racing for it alongside Sergio Perez. And I really, really believed so much in Esteban Ocon. I thought, I do still believe that he had so much potential to remain in Formula, uh, in the Force One India team. But then unfortunately, when um, Canadian billionaire Lawrence Stroll came and bought the team, I think... In 2018, towards the end of 2018, 2019, they had to let go of one driver because his son, Lance Stroll, had to drive a Formula One car. And unfortunately, they let go of Esteban Ocon. There was a bit of politics in there. But at that point, Esteban Ocon was actually performing way better than Sergio Perez. And I felt very bad during that whole season when they let Esteban Ocon go. You know, I had I had grown to like him because he, when you um, hear Esteban's story, how his father, gave, his family gave up a lot for him to be in karting. There was a point in time when his family was just moving around in caravans and all that so i was just you know feeling pity for him 
And uh, I remember Esteban Ocon, I think he missed out on the 2019 season. He wasn't doing, he wasn't on the grid. He was actually reserved for Mercedes. So it turned out pretty good for him. When he was, of course, when you're just a reserve driver, it's not as exciting as being on the grid. But eventually, Renault managed to pick up Esteban Ocon. And so we saw Esteban Ocon in the 2020 season in the Renault car, which is a pretty, pretty good deal. And he ended up in P2. He ended up on the podium in, I think, the race in Bahrain in the 2020 season. So he's he's a good example of, like, when life puts you down, you keep getting up. It puts you down again, you keep getting up. So I'm proud of him. And I was very disappointed when they left Sergio Perez there. Although I was disappointed at the time, but I'm grateful that they did right now because he's the baddest driver. Did you actually see the news today? Sergio Perez has been picked up by Red Bull Racing for the 2021 season. Actually, my friend texted me and said, oh, this is going to be exciting. Finally, we're going to see someone who can match up to the skill of max verstappen you know compete with max and and you know i see all this drama and all that but uh, i was sad when esteban ocon had to be let go of in order for sergio perez to race alongside Lawrence stroll's son lance stroll because you remember there was a time these guys do you remember the time daniel ricardo and max verstappen were you know were driving with so much i don't know anger or i don't know so much there was this intensity that they had on the tracks. That, that was the same thing between Esteban Ocon and Sergio Perez. I remember in Singapore, Sergio Perez took out Esteban Ocon in the first lap. In the first lap, he drove him into a barrier on the wall and his car got messed up. So Esteban had to leave. There was this kind of tensions between the two and it was very sad. So I was just on the side of Esteban because he always seemed to be the victim of Sergio Perez's, you know, driving, Sergio Perez's anger, his intensity. I think Sergio felt threatened. But anyway, like I said, it all turned out for the good for the better of them so um a few months later i think in 2019 a consortium led by Lawrence stroll called racing point uk bought the team and that's why the team was renamed from racing point force india to racing point for the 2019 season now today we know the team is racing point formula one but it competes as bwt racing point formula one team that's the full name and that's why it's you know it's always in the color pink at first i didn't like the color when i had just started watching formula one bear in mind i'm kind of like an amateur in formula one i started watching it um um two seasons back or something yeah so it was called uh, it's called bwt racing point formula one and uh, BWT is an Austrian water technology company. The comp I think that's why the car is painted pink because BWT is a title sponsor. And at first I used to have issues with the color. I was like, oh my God, when I think of Formula One, I think of speed. I think of, you know, energy. I think of passion, zeal. And honestly, the color pink doesn't come to me at all. I think pink, I know it's a girlish color and all that, but I just didn't really like the fact that it was, you know, pink. But anyway. It works. Now, B, uh, BWT Racing Point Formula 1 team is a British motor racing team and it's a constructor as well. It has been entered into the Formula 1 World Championship by the Racing Point UK Consortium that I talked about earlier. It's based in Silverstone, UK and it competes under a British license. Now, let's just get um, a few things straight. The team principal and CEO is Otmar says Fanua, i don't know how to pronounce his name i'm so sorry if i said it wrong and it was founded by lawrence sheldon strolovich or you may know him as lawrence stroll who is a canadian billionaire worth over two billion dollars he's also known for collecting vintage ferraris but you know since the team is going to become aston aston martin racing um aston martin formula one team in 2021 he's probably going to be collecting aston martins i don't know but anyway he's a major shareholder and executive chairman of the Aston Martin team which is why he managed to bring Aston Martin on board as a 
as a sponsor for the form for the formula one team its previous name was for, uh, racing point force india now its next name in 2021 is going to be aston martin formula one team and that's because lawrence stroll the father of lance stroll agreed to buy up to 20 percent of aston martin shares and rename the team after it when you have money what can't you do <laughs> and um Anyway, so these are just quick things. The race drivers, we know them, Sergio Perez, Lance Stroll. Nico Hulkenberg is also raced um, in the 2020 season for um, Racing Points Formula 1 team. And it's test drivers, as Stoffel van der Rohn. I've seen this guy. He's a reserve for Mercedes, I think. And I've also seen him in Formula E. He's doing pretty great. Remember when they put George Russell in the Mercedes car in Bahrain and we were all disappointed because we're like, okay, I was disappointed because I was like, oh, they didn't give Stoffel a chance and all that. But yeah, he's, he's, he seems to be doing pretty good. He's, um, a test driver for RP Formula One team. When I say RP, I mean the Racing Point Formula One team. And they also have another test driver, Esteban Gutierrez. Not to be confused with Esteban Ocon. Those are two different people. Did I say before that I used to think Esteban Ocon was Indian? <laughs> it was because I thought it was Indian because he was driving at that time in 2018. When it, uh, not in 2018, like before seven, um, a few months earlier, it was, you know, Force One India. And so I thought, because Esteban Ocon to me looked Indian, so I thought he was Indian. But it turns out he's, it turns out he's French. And I still struggle to believe he's French because he seemed very close to Vijay Malay and he was racing for Force India. So I was like, oh, he's the Indian guy under Vijay Malay and all that, but he's not. It's chassis, the FRP Formula One team's chassis is the... Racing point 20, we're going to talk about that later. The engine is from BWT Mercedes. The tires, like every other Formula 1 team, are from Purelli. Now, it first entered in 2019, the Australian Grand Prix, the 2019 Australian Grand Prix, with that um, with that RP20 car. And the last race it entered was recently, the 2020 Abu Dhabi. It has done, the team has done 38 races. It has not won a Constructors', constructors Championship. It has not won a Drivers' Championship. Neither has any driver had a fastest lap. However, they've had one race victory that was by Sergio Perez in Bahrain at the Sakia Grand Prix. And the team has also managed to get four podiums, including the Italian Grand Prix when Lance Stroll finished third. And um, you're also looking at uh, the race um, Sergio Perez won at Bahrain when he finished in number one. It has had one pole position that was at the Turkish Grand Prix that was by Lance Stroll. And at that time, Perez ended up third, so it was doing pretty good. And um, its 2020 position in the championship, I think, is fourth with 195 points. And uh, it lost 15 points in the whole saga, so we'll talk about that later. Now, let's get into the pink Mercedes saga and all this interesting, fun thing about um, Racing Point. But we're going to get into that just after a quick break. <music> Welcome back from that short break. Now let's get into the uh, break saga that caused a bit of controversy during the 2020 Formula One season. Now during pre-testing, the 2020 pre-testing that happens between that happened between I think February 19th to February 21st, and I think in March as well. Um, race the Racing Point car, which is called RP20, 
think after the year caused a bit of controversy because of its resemblance resemblance to the mercedes amg formula one w10 eq power plus i'll just call it the mercedes car that won the 2019 formula one championship of course it was that car was driven by um lewis hamilton but you know the car looked very 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 similar to the mercedes car i also do see the similarity but racing point insisted that they did nothing illegal at that time and on their part they say they built the racing point 20 by taking inspiration from pictures of the mercedes 2019 car was that true i don't believe it you know it's easy i would say if, if they're just saying the shape of the car i would say that's fine you know you can t take a picture of the mercedes um w10 and actually kind of replicate that but when it comes to parts that are a bit uh, more technical the insides of the parts you can't say the same thing now understand when you look at the pictures of a brick ducts of a formula one car they are visible to the you know to the camera you can see them from the outside but the detail and the way that they function that you just don't get from a picture you don't get that from pictures that that was a lie to me anyway then you know they kept insisting they were doing nothing illegal then came the styrian grand prix that was on i think the 12th of july at the red bull ring in styria austria it's a beautiful circuit i would say the qualifying was in the red wet actually qualifying was in the wet it had rained a bit then drivers opted to use tires with brake compounds but when it came to the race itself i think that was sunday lance stroll and checo they began from the second half of the grid but actually the speed they were moving at was astonishing. It was a good thing that they were performing really good, great, great. And they ended up at the end of the race, they ended up with um, Sergio Perez ending up in sixth, Lance Stroll ending up in seventh. It just didn't make sense because when you look at the performance that they had the previous season, it just wasn't making sense. Magically, it's as if they had some sort of pixie dust um, board on top of their car. Now they're suddenly performing way, way better. And then because of that, Renault protested against the use of the brake darts by the our racing point team and they allegedly say that they bought those brake darts from the mercedes because you know mercedes supplies the racing point engine you know of course racing point maintained their stance they kept saying they did nothing illegal and they insisted that they reverse engineered the 2019 concept from photographs and other legitimate information which i don't believe to be true you can't just you know make up um break darts because you've seen a picture really you know this is a formula one car this is not an ordinary car this is a car that moves it i don't know over 200 um kilometers per hour or so so you don't just do that by photos i felt like that that, that was you know that was a bit of a lie. I still do believe it's still a bit of a, a bit of a lie. And you know, I love the fact that McLaren wasn't doing anything. You know, McLaren didn't join in the protest. McLaren was quiet. It was just you know, it kept it's it's that nice you know that nice friend that never involves it um never involves themselves in drama or controversy and all that. But you know, I think why they didn't involve themselves in drama is I think because of the twenty twenty one season they're going to be getting that engine from Mercedes. So you better be good friends with the people who are going to give you your food. I guess that's what happened. And, um, you know, a lot of questions were asked, is it possible to ac accurately copy critical details of a car, the parts of a car which are not fully visible? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible. I just give my idea. And, um, you know, it could have been easier if they took this case to court and just, you know, laid out the paperwork and have everything looked at. But that would have been, <laughs> it would have been horrendous because now every other team would be able to access this court documents or be able to see everything and actually start copying the whole Mercedes thing. And then, you know, in the 2020 season or 2021 season would have, you know, so many Mercedes W10s on the grid. And that wouldn't have been nice, would it? <laughs>
you just can't you know say that oh my god they looked at the pictures of a mercedes formula one car the the ways the ways used in the 2019 championship they took the photographs and then you know they actually were able to replicate that there's a lot of physics there's a lot of science i should say that goes into that maybe to help you understand let's talk about brick ducts so you just can't say that you know a team racing point took the best pictures of a w10 and were able to you know look at the break dots of the um, mercedes w10 and so because of that they were able to replicate it or reverse engineer it there's a lot of physics and science that goes into that that you just can't pick up by looking at you know pictures of a car you have to obtain that information and of course according to the rules obtaining such information is illegal you know maybe to understand this but let's talk about break dots they are key parts in the aerodynamics of, a, of an f1 car whenever you think of an f1 car to me i think of speed you know you want a fast car obviously as a team and even as a fan you want to see a fast car but more important than that you need safety safety for the driver safety for the car because that car is very expensive and when it comes to safety is where an efficient braking system comes in as necessary first you want your braking system to keep the driver safe that's very important and then you want it to give you the better racing performance that you've come for especially on turns and trucks with lesser straights when you think of a formula one circuit with lesser straights you think of the monaco circuit it has a straight length of about 470 meters the marina bay circuit has a straight length of about 520 meters that's really short those straights are very short and so you need a very good braking system because just picture it in your head you're coming at over 200 miles per hour you're driving so fast and you know you don't have there's a lot of turns there's a lot of corners there's a lot of you know a force coming at you because it's a formula one car you need to have a very good braking system if it's not good you're going to crash into the barriers and you're going to be eliminated from a race and you can't compare such circuits to let me say shanghai shanghai has i think straights of about 1200 meters baku city's circuit has straights of about 1200 meters so those circuits have longer straights compared to monaco and marina bay and you know the very cool um formula one circuits have lesser straights so you want max you want to perform better you want to perform amazingly in monaco you want to perform really well at Marina Bay. You want to perform really well at Mexico City. And then also remember, a Formula 1 car receives a lot of force. That one we know during a race. And because of that, the brake discs receive a huge amount of heat. I mean, you're talking about temperatures going as high as 1,000 degrees Celsius. That's very, very hot. But, you know, naturally, usually, the, these carbon discs, the brake discs, can manage to, to you know handle these high temperatures in their own because they do have thousands of holes built into them but then again after a prolonged period maybe say 50 laps in Bahrain the car will still get issues and you know someone may say why don't you have so many more holes in those brake um, discs in order to you know get a better cooling system for efficiency and performance but you can't have too many holes in the discs because you're looking at um effect uh, you're going to be changing the aerodynamics of the car affecting it negatively and you want better performance i'm not a f i don't know a lot of physics but that's you know that's a little thing i know and you know these brake dots they help you know let air pass in through the ducts and out through the uprights to cool the brakes and so if the brakes are cool enough and they're just performing very well you're going to have more grip on the car usually um if the brake if the brake discs get too hot the drivers have to deal with fade meaning that the brakes become less effective in slowing the car and you may end up in a barrier we don't want that and if the brakes are too cold if you have so many holes in them then you, the driver is going to lose grip when it comes to slowing down the car so you need to have the perfect balance and that's what i think racing point was looking at maybe in their 2008 18 season they realized that um 
they had issues with their braking system and all that so they decided to go to their engine supplier mercedes and actually purchase you know this brake darts which is actually legal it doesn't make the sport fun to me when this when such things happen you know imagine racing point you know 2021 season actually gets i don't know everything else from mercedes and then it becomes a w10 it won't be fun of course it will be very competitive to see this two teams have the exact same car but it won't be fun anyway so after that after the Styrian grand prix renault protested against the rp brake darts i don't know why mclaren was just keeping quiet they protested against the brake darts after the hungarian grand prix and the british grand prix and the reason for this renault argued that the front and rear ducts of the rp20 were too similar to those on the 2019 mercedes it was just similar if you see the pictures it is the same and they argued or i also stand with them they argued that the information could not have been obtained other than by a transfer of intellectual property you just couldn't get this information by picture from pictures i mean come on common sense here of course rp racing point maintained their stance they insisted that they answered all the questions asked by the fia and that they had followed the regulations of the fia and then the fia looked into the matter and judged the design of the rp20 to be illegal this is when it got fun and uh, a few months down the road because it started in i think february or february or march i'm not sure on august 7th 2020 a statement was released in which racing point was deducted seven and a half points from each rp20 car that were used in the syrian grand prix that means a total of 15 points was taken from their championship points for the season for the 2020 season and then each rp20 car that was used in the Styrian grand prix was fined 200,000 euros which brought the total to 400,000 euros as so you kind of get what happened it was dramatic it was entertaining it was fun so at the end of the season they go they ended up in fourth i think in the and the championships uh racing point ended up fourth with 195 points but if they hadn't if they didn't um steal the mercedes or cannot steal if they didn't obtain the brake darts illegally from mercedes they probably would have had 220 210 points and ended up third in the championship standings but then it makes you wonder if they if they hadn't you know taken those brake darts would they even have had that that um 195 points would they because the, the brake darts did a pretty pretty solid job for them so I'm sorry I've changed location um, from where I was recording the podcast before. So it's a bit noisy. But thank you so much for listening in. I wonder what you thought of the Mercedes, um, of the pink Mercedes saga or the tracing point saga, some people were saying on Twitter. Now, I went to YouTube, I was watching a couple of videos, Formula One videos, and I saw some interesting comments that I thought I should read out. Zachary Tran, no, Zachary Tan says, and I quote, But what about Ferrari copying the Williams car? And of course, I don't know if you've gotten the joke because Ferrari has been performing so poorly as some people compared it to Mark Williams' team. And then someone else says, Domini Crisho says, um, and I quote, um, Hello, the racing point is pink and the Mercedes is black. Clearly not a copy. Another person, Arthur Date, says, and I quote, Lol, McLaren's not protesting because they don't want to piece off their future engine suppliers. End of quotes. I couldn't agree more. McLaren kept quiet and I thought there could be, you know, somebody else to back up Renault. But whatever. And then um, just another random, you know, Twitter, um, YouTube comment. Somebody called Ale Creole says, and I quote, 2020, 
Aston Martin Red Bull Racing Honda. 2021 Red Bull Racing Honda. 2022 Red Bull Racing. 2023 Racing. I don't know if you got that joke, but if you didn't get it, I'm so sorry. Anyway, thank you so much for listening in. I hope you had a good time. As always, you can, you know, follow me on Twitter or on Instagram. My handles are Z Formula One Amateur, just like the name of the podcast is spelt. I'll be sure to um, to follow you back and actually talk to you back. Um, you can also send me an email. My email address is the Formula One Amateur at gmail.com. Lastly, what do you think of Fernando Alonso being part of the young driver driver's test?